Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comedy Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Erin. I'm Nia. And I'm DeCoria. And I'm tired, y'all. The past <laughs> 48, 72 hours have just been insane on social media. Um, but before we jump into the insanity of another general episode, make sure we want to give you all your little warnings. Drink some water. It's getting hot, baby, and there's pollen outside, so you're going to need some more water. Wear a mask, also because there's pollen outside. Also, wear sunscreen because there's sun and pollen outside, yes. Um, if you don't live in the South or live in an area full of trees or your entire city is built in the middle of a fucking forest, you probably don't know what pollen... You probably like, Tori, why are you, why are you concerned about the pollen? Well, when you wake up and go outside and everything is covered in yellow, you'd be concerned about the pollen, too. You know, every city has its very, you know, um, its weather things. In the South, you know, it's hot. It get real hot around here. Um, we talk about the heat. We talk about the rain all the time. We're getting excited about snow, but nobody, and I mean nobody and their mother, in Georgia enjoys spring. You know why? Because of the pollen and the bugs, bitch. I had to kill... Okay, I didn't tell y'all about this in the group chat. Um, I have this thing. I don't like bugs, but I will kill them on sight and then shake afterwards. That's just how I am about most things that make me nervous. Why was there a fucking... It's not a giant mosquito. What the fuck is this? It's not a mosquito. My, my, my mutual correct me on this. It's called a... Crane flies. Okay. You know the big motherfuckers that look like mosquitoes? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. was one of them bitches in my room? Now, this, this is the second oh, time god. this has happened. Oh my gosh. This is the second time this has happened. This is so funny. Because the first time this happened was like a year or two ago. I was in my room, in my bed, and my dog just... He was up, and he was just looking. You know how dogs look at void spaces sometimes you're like is there a ghost bitch is there something in the walls you want to tell a, a bitch something like why are you just staring <laughs> off the space and so he was like my dog is very lazy y'all know him he's very lazy he only barks when there's like loud stuff but he got up and was just staring off in the corner and i was like what the fuck is going on and i'm like bubby you're all right he wouldn't move he wouldn't come off the bed i'm like what is wrong and then all of a mother suck mother suckers all of a sudden a giant ass crane fly flies between my bed and the motherfucking um my nightstand which is very little space so i don't even know how it got in my room like it came out from under my bed and i'm sitting here like how did you get here in the first place my window's not open (laughs) and so between me and the dog, because Casanova, he would he would look at the fly whenever it moved, and so I was able to kill that. But the other day, I was sitting in my I was sitting at my desk, and my dog does this thing when he wants my attention, like he needs water, he needs to go to the bathroom. He'll claw at my chair, right? So he's usually under mm-hmm. my feet on his bed. He's clawing at my chair, and I'm like, "The fuck is going on? You got to pee." So I check the water, check the food. He's fine. I he won't come in the room and I'm like what is wrong Bubby he goes in my room and I'm like what the fuck is wrong and I look up and it's a giant motherfucking crane fly and I'm like how did you why are you in here first of all I couldn't even hear it That's but I could see the thing so uh-huh. I ended up killing it and I'm just sitting here like I don't understand why everything is fucking big in the south them bitches are <laughs> it's like it was like the size of my hand and I'm like Oof. thank god I'm not terrified of it because i knew it it doesn't hurt you or anything like that but i'm like you're in the wrong place now i had to kill you and then i had to kill a spider that was in my kitchen the other day as someone who was still semi-arachnophobic i was shaking afterwards so anyway the bugs in georgia are too big 
they're too big. <laughs> oh yeah, the the bumblebees and the wasp are out today, and I'm like, well, that is immediately stopping me driving with my windows down. I'm not <laughs> doing that. I'm one of those people where like, if I need to kill, like if I am the only person in the area and there is a bug, I will kill it. If anybody else is there, someone else is doing it. I'm not touching it. (laughs) No, yeah. So let's just get this out of the way because I feel like we have small opinions and honestly, this should have been squashed 24 hours ago, but the slap heard around the world is still being talked about on social media because you bitches need a reason to be anti-black. Um... Oh, and your coons, too, out here co-signing because you just want to be accepted into the white establishment. So, for those of you who don't know, who don't are on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, aren't listening to a lot of podcasts, but you listen to us. We love you. Um, Last night, no, not last night. It's been like three days. It's three days ago at the Oscars. Will Smith smacked the dog shit <laughs> out of Chris Rock <laughs> on national television and told him to keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> now, you're probably wondering, why would our fresh Prince of Bel-Air do that? Well, Chris Rock, in the name of a cheap-ass joke, decided he was going to make a dumb G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pickett-Smith, who has alopecia, an autoimmune disease that is very common in the um, Black women community, um, and it causes you to lose your hair. Um, so, after he said this joke, Will swiftly, like without any cause any commotion, swiftly just walked on stage and smacked him like he stole something. Like he cocked back so far. It was the best slap I've seen on television in a while. I don't know about y'all, but it was yeah. It was a little top tier slap. Starting. It was the, his, his holes, his stance. Like he had one foot planted on the ground, <laughs> one arm was already up, prepared to defend himself in case Chris threw a punch back. And like the way his arm, the angle was just like wow. He slapped the moisture off this man's face, but you can see pure <laughs> ash on his head. Couldn't slap rub this black off if I tried. He did. He, he did. I know. He tried though. He tried though. And so, you know, and, and twenty minutes later, he won the Best Actor award for um, King Richard. King, right? King yeah. Richard. King Richard. So yeah, it was an iconic night. But of course, because it was done in front of a white audience, at a white establishment, all of the white people thought that they could have opinion about what was happening now violence usually isn't the answer but as revelations of um the black revelations 423 says talk shit get hit (laughs) don't cash a check your ass can't pay for don't run your mouth if you can't handle the running of my hands there's a lot of black sayings and it's very common in black culture because joning, I don't know if y'all know about this. For you, those who don't know, black friends are not around black people. Joning is a very, very big part of black culture. We make fun of each other. We laugh about our pain. That's how we've coped with the many, many years of oppression and death that has been placed upon our people because of our skin color. But there's a line you don't cross. And between most people, it's like you could talk all the shit you want about me, but the minute you talk about my family, we have a problem. That's there's been many a fights that have happened in high schools over your mama jokes. 
I can talk shit about my little brother all I want to. I double dog, triple dog you to dare open your mouth and you gonna catch these violent hands from this introvert, introvert who has never been a fight in her life. So, honestly, I mean, what's your opinion on the slap? Was it warranted? Was it... For me, he, like, as everyone else was saying, yes, he could have handled the situation better, but he did what he did. And it's not like he was unprovoked in doing that. The whole, the nuance that was missing from this conversation, which really bothered me, was that, like, people do not understand how important hair is in the Black community. And so Mm -hmm. when people kept saying, like, oh, it's just a joke, it's just a joke. First of all, we have, as Black people, especially Black women, the relationship we have with our hair is a very long and painful one. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like for him to make this joke about this woman who her hair she's bald not out of her own choice but because she was losing her hair i can't imagine what it would be like to be showering and just have clumps of my hair falling out without like my own like choice like it's not something that she can grow back like it's from a disease so she can't get her hair back and so it's just like for her for him to make that kind of joke first of all he made that joke at her own expense she's not even a nominee usually the oscar host roasts the nominees she was just there supporting her husband so it's like why are you talking about her in the first place that was very Mm -hmm. strange and then on top of that chris i mean will smith like their relationship um him and jada's was already kind of strained from like the past like four years of the stuff that's been coming out and he said in his book i'm like people don't know this but he said in his book that, like, when he was a child, like, his father hit his mother, right? And his initial reaction was to freeze up. And, like, he said he always regretted not protecting the woman that he loved. At his time, that was his mother, right? Mm-hmm. This is coming from Kev on Stage Podcast, by the way, people who watch this. That's where I learned this from. But, like, so he was, he was so, like traumatized by not protecting his mother that you know he probably saw this as an opportunity to protect another woman that he loves which is his wife Mm -hmm. and like yeah like that's basically how i think about it like it's a situation where i feel like both parties were wrong yes but and and also too i understand why will did what he did and i'm not gonna like Mm -hmm. condemn him for it that's that the 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 damnation that's happening yeah Um, they're acting like he's like the devil like girl he slapped somebody he didn't even punch him he slapped them that nigga will be okay like uh nia how Mm -hmm. did you feel about the slap her around the world (laughs) (laughs) um i pretty much agree with what decoria said um i at first i was kind of just shocked that he went through with it on live tv but like Mm -hmm. Chris Rock was talking shit like to me like if you're talking about someone's wife and even if you're supposed to even if comedians are quote unquote supposed to roast people in the room it's like he didn't have to to me it's like Chris Rock the irony is he made a whole documentary about good hair or black women's hair and yet he targets one of the only black women in the room it's not like it's very confusing and to me if you talk shit you gotta expect some consequences sometimes like do I condone violence no but I feel like everyone makes such a big deal about the slap like he was murdering somebody it's like y'all it's 
Chris Rock and Will Smith probably have known each other for longer than most people on the internet have been alive. So it's like if it's like drama between them or if it's because their relationship is strained and Will Smith was like, no, don't talk about this or it's between them. It's just entertainment for us. Chris Rock was talking shit and he got what he got consequences for it like don't talk shit <laughs> Ooh, another thing to i don't like sorry to interrupt but like no, you, you guys saw how like people kept saying like oh he's a comedian like that's what comedians do but it's just like even if um, you're a comedian that doesn't make no, you like all from like people think that comedians can make like any joke that they joke, want right. and have no consequences it's like people, yeah you can say whatever joke you want but people have the right to react right of course it's it's crazy because i just saw an article that said well comedy clubs are now upping their security bitch shut the fuck up (laughs) y'all are acting like for chris rock is the first comedian to receive negative energy is it a was it a more physical one but sure but i absolutely hate rhetoric that comedians to say whatever the fuck they want with no consequences they're like it's comedy it's supposed to be funny if the person you are making fun of is not laughing your joke failed it was bad comedy it's like and good comedians punch up. They don't punch down. Why are exactly. you... Ugh. Why comedians are you... use that excuse. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, no, but no, you're, you're exactly you're right. No, because like it's just like... it's it. They want an excuse to say whatever they fucking can and still get paid for it. They want to be famous. Mm-hmm. They want to do whatever they want and say whatever the fuck they can. And that is such a white supremacist, white culture thing of being like, oh... I don't do the violence that I want. I call people to do the violence, right? And that's that, it's that whole thing about white people have never ever have, they don't check them, their, themselves in their own family when they say shit, right? right? They call the police. They call their lawyers. They, you know, when, yeah. they, when they get violent, they kill people. But black yeah, people, and- it's like us checking each other with a little slap, a little like you crossed the line. And even if I said something, you're not, you know, it's like there's a, point it's it's a very big cultural difference as well and the way i'm sorry wait first before i keep going marion how did you feel before i just continue oh, um, <laughs> i mean i'm not, nothing new compared to what um nia and Corey said i agree i'm <laughs> i'm low-key kind of just exhausted of the topic mm-hmm. at this point <laughs> i'm like yeah. He talked yeah. shit. He got slapped. He apologized to Chris. Move on. That's like, right. Yeah, that's right. really. It's... And then every, I agree with everything Nia and Corey and you have said. <laughs> you know what's funny? Lakeith Stanfield had the best reaction to me. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> interviewed him. And he was just like, you know, it's shocking to see that it happened in this sort of setting. But like this, this is shit that happens in real life. Niggas he being was, slapped. Like <laughs> literally, he, he was just like I, the fact that they keep asking all these black celebrities who clearly are just like why are y'all asking us why do they keep asking these people why did they ask the creator of garfield what the hell does he have to do with it it's not even the asking it's the random ass celebrities chiming in like niggas listen celebrities have been showing themselves no it's the way that Every person who says something bad about Will has been exposed for <laughs> I, every, everything wrong I've they've done in their life. In real time, them drag Zoe Kravitz for Through opening her dumb mouth. No, I this- was screaming. I you was know the like- TikTok sounds? They're like, I, I, okay, that's enough slices. That was me every time they posted me about Zoe Kravitz. I was Listen. like, God damn. It's like, like every I article. Know. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, every article, like every headline you read, so-and-so says something, the quote tweet is going to be with 300,000 likes saying, yeah. oh, you remember in 1985 when you this did this? You? Right. This you? <laughs> this and you? every every other day, like I was scrolling earlier and I found another person that was saying something. I was like, I'm about to delete Twitter. I don't, I don't <laughs> want this information. Shut up. No one is asked. Please be quiet. Yeah, oh. they don't know how to be quiet. What's There's two things that are really pissing me off. The... Um, the white people, especially white women who were turning this to, it triggered my trauma. Bitch, you wouldn't know the definition of trauma if it slapped you in your face right now. Y'all are so quick to be like, what Will did was an act of violence. Oh, and the what ifs on the first day, but what if, what if he had slapped Betty White? Why are you bringing why would our he have good grandmother? Why do you have grandmother? Be- Betty White's not dumb. She's not going to say on shit it. like that on air. No, but <laughs> on top of that, I genuinely believe that if it, if it was somebody that wasn't Chris Rock and somebody Will didn't know, I ex- I highly doubt he would have slapped them. I highly right. doubt he would. Right. He knows Chris Rock. Yeah. Don't and right. like we we know that he knows Chris Rock. They they've known each other for like thirty years now. So yeah, and what's crazy to me is what I can't what I can wrap my head around because it's not shocking white people do white people stuff but like the way that they're so eager to be like oh he needs to press charges this is violence where are the police it's I'm a, like do y'all not realize it's a like, white person tech it's what they do if somebody got violent with them oh my god I'm calling the cops I'm suing you for all your money Will Smith and Chris Rock both got more money than they can the court would be like this is a misdemeanor bye right <laughs> what like, do y'all I don't know to take to court it must be in their DNA to just want to escalate stuff. Do they not they know do. about handling they, things oh and like God. brushing it off? Like it's between them. It, y'all are not involved with this. Why are you trying to convince someone to press charges? Y'all are People white were, and you're not no. a part of this conversation. <laughs> Why are you here? Mind the business that pays you. And it, when you it, don't mind the business that pays you, don't do, to delete your tweets after we bring up receipts, Jude motherfucking law. He got on my fucking nerves the first night. I said, uh-uh, bitch, where was your... And here's, oh, they're like, um, what was this? They literally, they were literally just making up the most dumbass scenarios. What happened was, oh, uh, absolutely. Correction, real quick, real quick. It wasn't Jude Law. It was Jude Apatow, not okay. Jude Law, not, not Jude, Jude Law, Law. Jude yeah. Apatow, Jude Apatow. <laughs> yeah, not that, not not Jude Law. Okay, yeah, not Jude Law. Whatever his fucking name was, he was getting on my nerves. But every oh, and then the, the motherfucker from H three H three and his dumbass. Tape. Oh. When he got uh-huh. ratio, that shit was so funny. He was People like, were like, yeah, you know, he was defending his wife, something you know nothing about. And I was like, oh, oh God. Oh, oh. See, that's what I'm saying. People are dragging. They're bringing out receipts. If you even, and I love that. Like, I love that people are willing to check. People are getting canceled in real time. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz went from everyone's favorite biracial to now at the bottom Zendaya of the list. Has her spot Zendaya has She said, I'm back. here. Y'all forgot about me. <laughs> No, it's crazy. The second thing that's pissing me off is the ableism. Now, as somebody who's a black, dark-skinned woman, I know there's not a lot of discrimination or discriminatory or ignorant acts that I could subscribe to, but I believe as an able-bodied person, ableism is something that I don't know a lot of because I don't have any disabled people in my family. Our brother does have diabetes, but like learning more about how disabled people are looked and treated in the world and the fact that people were just like it's just alopecia she's just balding alopecia is an autoimmune disease and the results of that autoimmune disease cannot be quantified in like a research scale because it's individualized to each person and so for you to be 
to minimize minimize a disease like that and seeing people on tiktok who have alopecia like i've been afraid to go on twitter for days because people are telling me that my disability or my experience with alopecia is just balding it's just a loss of hair and that is such a big as Corey was mentioning earlier that's such a big thing to people in um to black women in the black community hair is such a big thing and so to have somebody that could be considered an acquaintance or friend make a dumb joke at your expense in front of a bunch of white people for a laugh that's emotionally abusive that is such a violent act it's like and that's another thing that pisses me off that nobody's talking about how chris rock disrespected Jada like that like, yeah it was just a joke that was disrespectful didn't y'all weren't y'all just a few couple years ago talking about y'all shouldn't have been talking about chad with bozeman like that and here we go mm. again, that, that is people my are hypocrites thing. oh my people, god that, people, that was my whole yeah. thing go ahead and because i'll have, no, like, no, no. A whole, have a whole thing about this no i might i'm only i'm gonna be quick because like the only thing i want to say about that is just that people pretend like they care they only they care do. until they find out like it's something until it's too late really that in the moment when things like someone's going through something and the person just hasn't told us about it everyone's like oh what's going on with them are they on crack are they this it's like people don't care they don't have empathy they're there to make jokes about it and to be honest like seeing the amount of vitriol excuse me vitriol that jada has received just for kind of not appreciating a joke being made about her and she didn't even say anything jada didn't say nothing she just sat there and just was not enjoying the joke obviously and then people are trying to target her like she's the root cause of all this i'm like do y'all realize chris should have never made the joke in the first place but go ahead and also the type of person she is i highly doubt that she asked or wanted will to go up there and slap her in the first place like that was something he did for himself to be honest Mm -hmm. but the whole thing is like for me personally whenever i see a woman who has a bald head jada's hair is not like cut low it's quite literally bald so whenever i see a woman who usually has like a lot of hair and like she's like bald bald my first thought is to think that she might be having some kind of illness because that's not Mm -hmm. like for a woman to be completely like skin bald that's not usual like that's not something that normally occurs so Mm -hmm. my first instinct would to be like would be like oh like maybe she has like an illness and i wouldn't like make fun of that issue like that that's so weird for doing that like that's extremely weird and then another thing i didn't like a lot of the takes have y'all noticed how like misogynistic they were yes like with the whole oh will didn't check august alcina for smashing his wife like i i like how everybody conveniently forgot they're in an open marriage and how during that time when she had a relationship with august alcina her and will were basically not even together so it's just like you guys are saying that oh he should have beat that man up for smashing his wife like y'all are not even thinking of jada as a person you're thinking of her as will's property like really like that's what it is Mm right the reactions from all the different celebrities are just the they just they immediately made it about them especially the white people they're like i'm still shaking from last night shaking from what bitch you weren't the one who was slapped you weren't you weren't even the people people who weren't even near the room not even three hours near the room like you're not in the building this has nothing to do with them I, i feel like it's like fake outrage like people wanting to I've seen so many terrible takes from like conservatives, but they always have bad takes because they're just terrible people. But like comparing this to like what's going on in Ukraine, I'm like, do y'all not hear yourselves? Do you not hear the words that you're typing out? Because oh, uh, you just is... triggered another. Oh, I'm sorry, Nia. You just no, no, no. Go ahead. Thought. 
Um, but to the people who are like, violence is not the answer. Okay. So the next time your child disobeys you, will you talk to them before you hit them? Oof. Will you do that? Cause y'all will sit on here and talk about spare the rod, spoil the child, but won't talk to your children in an adult manner. Y'all yep. talking about violence is the answer. Have you talked to Biden about how he's increasing military budgets? Violence isn't the answer though, right? Violence isn't the fucking answer. Then why are you still why are you still um sitting on here yelling about the right to bear arms, which is nothing but a machine for violence? I, you people are you would have thought that well get on my nerves. down on this man. Oh my the way god! Saying violence right. is not the answer. I'm like he slapped bitch slapped him and walked away. <laughs> and sat That's... down and said, "Don't talk about uh, my my wife." That was it. That is a great display of control. Because Will Smith is taller than Chris Rock and could have bodied that bitch in front yeah. of national television. He slapped him once. He said, keep my na- wife. And this is after this is after Chris Rock in 2016 was talking about shit about Jada then when they pick it, when they boycotted the Oscars. So this is not yeah. the first time Chris Rock has opened his mouth to bring Jada into something that she, it's like, that was such an unprovoked, a dumbass joke. Like, really, people and white people want to be able to say shit without consequences, which is why they're all like, Will's Oscar should be taken back. Will's Oscar should be taken Excuse back. Excuse me? Uh, Harvey Weinstein gonna... has all of his Oscars 81. still. 81. He has 81 Oscars. All of the pedophiles, all of the people who have been prosecuted for um, abuse against women. This is what's so like, crazy. Oh, Half the of the Hollywood's ninety percent of Hollywood's golden era, all their posthumously should be taken away oh in that case because they were all racist pieces of shit. Like, are you telling me you don't want to take John Wayne's Oscars away, the man who Please. was trying to boo the Native woman oh. who went up to accept Marlon Brando's yeah, award? When I saw that, I was like, John Wayne Gacy, y'all not gonna take his Oscar? Like, the take his grandkids away? Been, like, been what? Sued? Have been sued? Have been in the court of law for? heinous acts y'all not gonna take their oscars away but will smith for slapping somebody on national television you just mad that that was when the ratings spiked that's that's what you're mad of listen because because listen people don't want to talk about how the oscars ratings have been on the downturn for the past like five years plummeting like in the garbage toilet level ratings and so this was the first time in over half a decade where the ratings actually went up which is like and it was only at that moment so it's like they're mad yes. that, they, that that's what the this year's ceremony is going to be remembered for. Because in their mind, they invited all these TikTok stars and they wanted to be cool with the kids. And then all that effort, it's like, well, listen, that's y'all's part for not trying to innovate with your show. No, Stop blaming like, Will Smith for y'all's failures. Um, well, also, like, y'all didn't even show up most of the nominees and it was still one of the longest Oscar shows in the world. Bitch, what are y'all doing? Exactly. <laughs> Um, my last piece about this, and I'm gonna reset the room, but uh, to the coons who are oh my god, can we talk down, about this? The can coons, we talk about this. I just saw an article from what's his fucking face talking about will just perpetuated black stereotypes. No, people were already <sighs> thinking about that about black men, and and now they're using this as an excuse. We are not a fucking monolith, black people. God. Please, we are not a monolith. Will's individual actions are not a reflect on all of us. Even at the Oscars, and even if all those white people at that show are going to treat it like it's a reflection of all black people, we are not a monolith, and I need everybody who is black to understand that first. Also, <laughs> too, if like you think that this is a reason for black to, for white people to suddenly not black people, or the Oscars to start not liking black people, they already 
we're don't not like us. The they don't. They t- like, listen. They that still one, don't. one thing is not gonna make you just automatically not like a whole race of people. You're just are you're already racist. Like right. y'all are so delusional <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> right. And then people always and they're like, what's so weird to me is black people being like, now we look bad. I'm like, you're saying the people who literally committed mass genocide institutional uh-huh. racism no, I, segregation slavery that we we look bad in front of them you're literally them? sitting no. in a room full of people who was on jeffrey epstein's list talking about Ooh. we look bad like okay Ooh. that's very interesting oh no. what somebody said on twitter is like i'm not about to listen to people whose ancestors were saying genocide was for the greater good did y'all see that Way gacy article who mm-hmm. he was just like i'm glad we took the land back from the indians and i was like what took the land from the Indi-? it was just it was gross it was disgusting and i was like yeah i'm not about to listen to the opinions of people because you know why they say violence is not the answer because if violence was the answer every color demographic that is not white has a reason to beat the shit out of white people has oh a yeah to take their asses down so that's why they're always like violence is not the answer you guys can't hurt us for saying this shit you guys can't do that because violence is not the answer fuck you and your mama how about that Period. all right i'm resetting the room if nobody else has anything to uh add mm-hmm. question i saw this and my brain kind of stopped working how do you wash your dishes think about it for a second i'm gonna give you a little minute everybody at home i want you to think about how you wash your dishes now i'm gonna ask you how you wash your dishes marion how do you wash your dishes um dirty dishes on one side of the sink soap put them on the other side to let them dry then place them away or put them in the dishwasher if i'm too lazy or if there's too much in there is there an order into which you wash the dishes what do you mean you mean like cups first or yeah yeah uh no just whatever is in front unless it's like um unless there are big pots in there if it's Mm -hmm. big pots in there all the small stuff first and then the big pots okay 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 Corey. how do you wash your dishes so for me well i'll take you from the beginning of the process like i'll put (laughs) soap in the sink then Uh i put the stopper in there and then i turn the hot water on let it heat up before starting to fill the sink with water but Mm -hmm. while the sink is filling i will wash all the spoons and forks and then i'll go in and wash everything else okay okay (laughs) nia how do you wash your dishes um okay so in our sink we have like the the draining what do you call that the the draining thing on one side of the sink Mm -hmm. and then it's like empty where we put the dirty dishes on the other side so i will Uh turn on the (laughs) water turn on the water wash like if it's small things like marin said like silverware cups plates i'll do those first let them sit and dry and then do the pots and pans last and dry those first and put them under the sink so that I don't have to worry about those. Then I'll dry the small stuff. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> my brain. <laughs> I think this is, I guess I'm a, I have a neurodivergent brain because I cannot imagine doing whatever Marin was doing. <laughs> in the order. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is crazy because like, um, I'll soak dishes if we have a lot of them. Like if we have a lot and it's like, like cheese and you know dairy and stuff like that and it hasn't been rinsed out i'll soak them but if it's like just like regular daily dishes i have to do silverware first i won't do anything same i have to do silverware first and then plates and then bowls and then cups and then pots Mm. and when i when i realize that people don't do it like that i'm like people who just like i just wash the dishes and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) my mother does that and so when i wash i can't watch her wash dishes and i'm like Okay, my brain is just not, it just has to be a, just a weird me thing. But people, there was a discourse on TikTok about this. And I'm like, 
people were like, wash the pots and pans first. And I'm like, nope. No, nope, why would nope. you wash what? the pots and pans first? I don't, that makes <laughs> to get no them sense out of the way. Some, I can understand that. Get those out of the way, yeah. the hard stuff. But and then the, you get the smaller stuff. stuff would be the one to get out of the way because there's more of it. Right. But sometimes um, if there's too many big pots, then they're like crowding the sink, especially yep. if there's one huge one. So it's like, let me get well, that out of the way. Okay, when you guys are washing dishes, are you le- putting everything in the sink first, or are you having it set aside on the counter? Because when I wash, I organize everything on the counter first and leave it up there and take things like one at a time. Oh yeah, me what? and Corey do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to organize them by genre. You have to organize put, them by genre yeah. on the counter, and then you I can't wash them. Wash dishes if there's like a whole bunch of stuff in the sink. I need it all set out in the counter so I can oh, see no. them. And oh, like pull them, no. like pick what out I want <laughs> out and wash it. Like, Everything's I hate, in there. If somebody like, let's say my grandma tells me to wash dishes, and I yeah. go downstairs and there's like she just put the dishes in the sink and just put them all in there, I will literally remove all of them and put them on the counter. Uh, oh, yeah. everything's Mary, just thrown in there. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I can't the thing that. is, like, Corey, you like stop up the sink and use that water, right? Like I don't, I just keep the water running, which I know is probably yeah, bad. I know. Me but, and yeah. me, that's the same. I can't stop up the sink unless I'm soaking. Like I've soaked them overnight, and then I take them out, and then I let the water out, and then I have to, I have to use running water. I can't just let them sit. Same. There. See, I don't even soak anymore. If I see like old food on there, yeah, I'm I just getting one anything. of them Brillo pads. Like, listen, y'all, shout out to Brillo. Like I know those are ancient <laughs> technology, but like them Brillo pads will get off anything. Um, and so I just scrub. That's it. Mm. But especially after I started working, I've stopped cooking really in the past two months. So mm-hmm. the amount of dishes I do isn't really, I probably do dishes, what, twice a week now? Like, I don't do it as much mm. as I used to. See, when I cook, though, I, I, I wash the dishes while I'm cooking. Yeah. Same. Cleaning yeah. as you go is the way to go. Listen, that's like imagining, like, to me, when you cook and then there's stuff that keeps piling up in the sink that would just give me anxiety i'd be like oh not this sitting behind me while i <laughs> that would be too much mm. also i'm the type of person who can leave dishes like in the kitchen overnight like it has to be washed before i go to sleep yep oh same Corey. Same. yeah i just have to wash and dry to put about up. it mm-hmm. no i can leave them to dry out overnight but oh, i have to like have them to wash have them wash yeah okay my other question is y'all okay what childhood riddles do y'all remember because i saw this on tiktok and it still baffles me to this day that you know on like down by the river like the hand game song Mm -hmm. no i don't Mm. you've never heard did y'all play hand games wait 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 wait. nia no i did not nia but marin and decory did y'all play hand games as Um, kids i mean like there were some i not enough to it to be like a really core memory i know i did like oh, there were some but i played uh shame but i played a couple i just don't like if you seen the down by the river one i might remember it yeah. okay I don't remember so off the top of my head this is this is how i remember down by the river it's down by the river by the hanky panky with the bulldogs yeah i played bulldogs. that jumps from i played that from mm-hmm. bank to bank to feet five four listen to the bulldog run mickey mouse go to house donald duck mess it up who will take responsibility y-o-u spells youth I didn't realize that in every city and every state, that song is different. <laughs> yeah. I, as soon as you said Hanky Panky, I remembered it. But the rest of the stuff, I don't remember the lyrics being like that. What? That's insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because this whole TikTok where there's like, it's like a whole TikTok about like people just saying it the wrong way. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, no. Why do I relate? Because 
there's one that my mom and me used to do and even me and my cousin and I don't remember what I meant to say but I remember the li- the melody and I'm like hmm lyrics yeah very like easy. Mary um Miss Mary Mac Miss Mary Mac yeah I remember mm-hmm. that one uh-huh and then like slide did y'all play slide slide, yeah, was slide a competition something, something. wait 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 Tori, say it because you're, you're you're drawing a memory. Slide, baby one, baby two, baby two, baby, baby I, love I love you. Love you. One, two, yes, one, two. yes, that was like a whole like if you get, get to me, twenty, you were the baddest bitch on the playground at my school. So like, what? did you? So Listen I'm interested. Is this like? It's, I don't understand how y'all don't have. Wait, so y'all, this is not a core memory for Corey and Marin, and I'm wondering if that's like a general. No, it is. Oh, okay, it is. Okay. Just that me. one game you played. I didn't like the oh, lyrics okay, okay. were like, yeah. Okay. Do y'all There's remember one, like oh go ahead Nia. I don't mean no, I'm trying to I'm trying I'm digging. Like I'm digging deep in my memory right now trying to remember these lyrics. It goes like, oh gosh. The stakes put two lips together, tie them together. Oh, them I've never heard of that. Me. Yeah, I've never yeah, heard of that one either. Okay, I I don't know. This might be must me, my mom or me, my cousin. I don't know, but that was it. Oh, um but that's so interesting. Like, do you guys remember any like other play? ground games you would play kickball was a big one at our school yeah kickball, kickball uh hopscotch uh shame was another hand game like shame 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 i don't want to go to mexico football that tag one. Game? More, 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 yes football tag game oh, um, oh. black football yeah yes mm. that one dodgeball kickball yeah, yes honest to god i mean this deep within my soul fuck dodgeball <laughs> y'all, there was no reason with my glasses that you try to hit me in the face <laughs> god i hated that game and i still don't like that game <laughs> no um no that's crazy because like i have a very poignant memory about kickball being in elementary school where i was like i was i was still like a tall kind of plus guys kid in elementary school but i was i would always get picked last for kickball or dodgeball whatever like that but i remember i was obsessed with the surf ninja movie have y'all seen this movie no <laughs> surf ninja surf ninja Yes. I love this because they were they would sing they would sing Barbaran ba 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 Barbaran and um it's a it's a dumb movie. We have to watch it. It's one of my favorite childhood movies. Um I said pictures to the group chat. But I was singing that song. I have never seen this in my I life. I feel like I probably <laughs> have seen this, but I remember for some reason my brain keeps going to like Johnny Tsunami or something. No, 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 no. Rob this Schneider, is- <laughs> <laughs> sir, what was going on in the career? To, to- <laughs> this came out in 1993, but I had the DVD. I think it's yeah, I had the DVD, and so I watched Surf Ninja all the time. But I was singing the Bob Barbaran song, and I caught the kickball, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, Tori, you caught the ball! That was great!" I was like, "It was like a, it's a very poignant memory in my childhood of being like, oh my god, you, you know, like, um, so something like that." So yeah, I we played. A, I'm so glad they fucking outlawed the pacer test. Nia, I don't think you've ever done the pacer test, have you? No, like when y'all were explaining it to me, out in the fact <sighs> that it's like burpees or whatever, I said, "Oh gosh!" Like we had to do burpees, but it was like randomized. We just like they would never tell us ahead of time, like this is what you're gonna do. That that's no. rough. I really am sorry for y'all. I I apologize <laughs> deeply because that's <laughs> rough. No, I was so glad that they, the future generations will not have to go through that torture. For those of you who are not in America and um, don't know what child labor is, <laughs> um, 
the pacer test is basically a test you can find the sound you probably heard the sound on tiktok because it was used as a transition at one point or something similar to that but the pacer test is barely where say you're in a a a standard basketball gym right so you have all the kids on one side and at each about 10 to 15 every like five feet i guess there's a line and so there's the sound that comes out it says ding 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 go and you have to run to the furthest line and then you run back and then you run to the next furthest line and back and back and back again and if you're not back within the allotted time um you have to do it again or you like you fail the test for us the pacer test it wasn't the lines were the same distance every time it's just like the time got shorter for you to be back Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's also it too um but yes so it's it, it they usually they usually do this to train athletes i don't know why they thought that was a great you know um exercise for children it probably resulted in a lot of different anxiety disorders i 100 percent believe that it was terrifying <laughs> but yeah um no that's crazy um another question is what was your most interesting class you took in college let me pull up my transcript real quick I <laughs> <laughs> for me it was either abnormal psychology or um uh, what was that class called it was like disparities in the healthcare system or like discrimination mm. in the healthcare system something like that those were my like two most interesting what was the first one about so abnormal psychology was just about like psychological like disorders like uh personality mm. disorder and like uh sociopaths and stuff like Ooh. that and then the second one was just talking about like like uh, discrimination in healthcare, like racial, economic discri- discrimination, and whatnot. Like in that class, that's where I learned that, like uh, back in like the um, 1900s, I think as late, and that even happened recently, unfortunately, that like doctors would forcibly sterilize minorities. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned that because my professor at the time, he was like super old, like he was like 90 or something like that. And he was like talking to us about how, like, back when he was like, first doing his uh residency like in like the 50s he like participated in one of those and he like broke down crying while talking to us about it. we were gonna we we're all just like staring like what the fuck like what do you what do you Ooh. mean you did you participated in this but yeah oh what about you nia can you think of any um hmm honestly can't remember a lot <laughs> feels like a blur but i did like my sci-fi fantasy class because the professor oh. was very much you got nerd. to take that i couldn't yeah. take it they never had it when i wanted it oh dang well it was fun um uh-huh. he was very enthusiastic about like he had comics and he was giving away comics at the end of the semester he's like y'all i need to give these away um i'm trying to downsize i think and so i literally gave he i took some of his speed racer comics and i gave them to my dad and he was just like Mm -hmm. oh cool thank you (laughs) and so like that was just like not just getting like finishing a class you kind of got some rare comics like these were like old editions so Uh very cool he was nice i don't remember the content honestly i don't remember a lot in college it's like (laughs) moments so yeah yeah (laughs) okay what about you marion did you look it up Oh uh, yeah, I I, de- I really do have my transcripts saved on my phone. Um, I probably African American women in the U.S. Pretty fun mm. class, you know. And then I saw that I took archaeology of death, and I do not remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> sounds interesting, but don't remember it. 
Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my transcript now, actually. And my y'all, I, need, the- I need to get like y'all because I don't have my transcript <laughs> anymore. Um, my graphic novel class that was fun. Ooh. That was an English class where we just like read graphic novels and um, just kind of. I think I actually, I think our teacher might have been the same person. Yeah, he gave us comics. Uh, yeah, oh really? Oh him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Come gave through. us graphic novels. It was like a really good class where I could do a good creative outlet for me, which is really great, which is really fun. Um, other classes, I would think when I first took my first foreign language class, so it's like language technology. It's like second language technology, and it basically tells you like it's a an, an crash introduction course to being a, a foreign language teacher, and the. Um, the professor for that one was amazing. She was like teacher of her year at her high school, and she was like really fun to work with. And so I remember that. And probably the first writing class I ever took because that's when writing was still fun for me. <laughs> it was still fun, and um, yeah, it's like intro to creative writing. And I love that professor. He was a great um, writing professor, and I could just write for fun, and it didn't feel like a chore, which I'm working on, which has actually been pretty going well. But yeah, um, I love that. Do y'all think that, um, because, like, there's a series of this guy on TikTok where he just goes to colleges and, like, takes random classes what? and then goes to the canteen mm-hmm. and, like, eats lunch randomly. <laughs> um, do y'all think that y'all could, like, do you, well, my first question, do you think you'll ever go back to school if you had the chance? Um, yeah, if somebody yeah. Were, were willing to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Um, would you, oh, go ahead, Nia. No, um, I wish I could have, I wish I could go back and redo my undergrad and like, I wish, actually, I wish I had a math brain because then I would go into like paleontology and like, I really wish I could be a scientist, but I don't have a brain that's built for it. So in this life, I can't do it. But in the next one, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think I would only get my PhD if somebody was paying for it. (laughs) Um, I'm currently in a certificate program and like the thought of writing a thesis to me just sounds like I would procrastinate and you can't do that when you write a thesis. Yeah, no. <laughs> and also the alone, application I don't care process. if it's free. I'm not writing that thesis. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. it. No, yeah. Do you think you'd still do the same subject? I would definitely wouldn't be I I was an undergrad English major. I would definitely be getting um, another master's or a PhD in foreign language or Korean. Yeah, no, I'd change. I'm not really sure, but it's definitely not going to be an anthropology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Corey? If I could have like a new major, like start over. Oh, uh, would you? Would you do a new major, or would you continue with public health? I would continue. I I would definitely have like always gotten a public health degree, but I would also like um. Probably would have gotten in like another degree in something else. Like maybe either like huh. I don't know. Like I would have double majored for sure. I just don't know what wow. the other thing would be. I could that's a that's a skill. I could never <laughs> Cause like public health is so interdisciplinary that you could do so many different things. Like a mm-hmm. low key, like I, I like when I was in college I wanted to be like a public health um I forgot what the name for it was, but it's the people who make like the public service announcements, like the posters and the commercials and whatnot. So like I could do like public health and like film or something. Mm. Or graphic mm. design. I have, I have a weird question. Do any of you think you could be a teacher? 
if I was teaching like college, mm. yeah, I thought about it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it, Nia? You thought mm-hmm. about being a teacher? Yeah, because mm. I wanted to go abroad, and so I thought about teaching English abroad. Um, mm. But also, I don't think I could do good with. See, the thing is, what's weird is I was a camp counselor, and so I had the older kids, but even the younger kids, like, I, it wasn't bad. It's just that the middle schoolers were like, you got games on your phone? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> there was one kid who was like, every day, he's like, do you have games? And I'm like, okay. I was so nice, but I, I was just like, you're like 10. Why do you? Uh, it was, it was me, funny. It's but draining nah. being around kids that young. And like, mm-hmm. maybe older, yeah. but like, you spend four hours with them and I need to take a three hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> but actually the, the, like in middle schoolers, they weren't bad. Like with the ones who can yeah. have conversations and like talk and I don't have to like yell at them or something like, or tell them like, Oh, this is how you go to the bathroom. I felt bad for like the other counselors. Cause they had like the babies, the preschoolers mm-hmm, that, that the weren't even potty. Yeah. yeah. Who weren't even potty trained. And I was like, Ooh, that's a job. Yeah. But older kids, high school would be cool. That'd be fine college i wish everybody who wanted to become a teacher thought like y'all because the way people just be like yeah just become a teacher like that shit's easy shut up (laughs) see that's where you have them teachers who be screaming at their students and cursing them Uh, out yeah and creating trauma no i'm truly so glad that i picked i don't know if i talked about this that i'm glad that i picked the major that i did for um my master's degree which is creative and innovative education because these are all people who are like want to dismantle the system and like decolonize their classrooms and things like that and they want to they want to make public school better i couldn't imagine actually being in an education major like the general education major with other people who just wanted to become a teacher at default i'm like i would have so many problems and so much shit to say because the way they the way some of these people just like couldn't think of anything else to be in life so a teacher was it and Mm. i'm like you it truly does grind my gears it grinds my gears it but it's also motivation for me to keep going because um i don't know if i told y'all this but i want to um i want to get a certificate from a korean college on how to teach korean Mm -hmm. and then i want to start like my own personal business and then eventually open up a high school for girls but like the way the people it's just so it's not some of it is teacher's fault some of it is college's fault because a lot of college prep programs don't teach you how to deal with parents you don't ever take courses how to deal with parents which is insane to me um they don't ever they teach you a lot about theory and not a lot about implementing it even if you do take um practicum which is like um going into a classroom and being an assistant teacher because uh, once you do it on your own for like a year it's like it's people always say that the first year of teaching is the worst but it'll get better as long as you like stick with it and i'm like yeah we'll we'll see i just it's just crazy because like you think that well i guess i'm not that type of person who's just like yeah i'm gonna go to try to change the entire public school system no i fully believe that shit needs to be crashed burned to the ground and restarted new you can't fix something that's so broken like it is now like i have no desire to become a public teacher public school teacher y'all like none like absolutely zero like no (laughs) like the idea of creating like because i'm such a creative and i want my classroom to be like this very fun like really great intellectual educational space the thought of having to 
create a classroom solely based on test standards really does make me upset. And kudos to the teachers who are out there who are able to still have classrooms that are engaging even with test standards because it's so hard because the administration was like but we got to get their test scores up what if my child has anxiety taking tests why are we basing their entire future on one fucking test i remember um when i was in high school there would be this period where everybody starts taking lunch and depending on what time you were taking lunch when you came back there was just free time Uh and so my professor i watched all of the batman movies during that time and then suddenly he was like mm. the principal's like no you need to use that time to make them better at writing i was like in the 20 we're all in a food coma from eating right. none of us want to do this like what's the point we didn't gain anything from it no yeah the administration what kills me i think the, the biggest thing that kills me is the administration and the parents who think they can be teachers and get to dictate what happens in classrooms. The administration especially. Like, why are you the principal, but you've never taught class a day in your life? You don't, like, that's that's not productive to anybody in that system. Are people who become, like, district representatives, but, again, have never been teachers. It's just a whole chain of people who don't know what the fuck they're doing, trying to tell. The people that have to deal with children every time. Like, and y'all putting like 30 or more plus kids in the classroom with one teacher? <laughs> Insane. I'm so sorry to all of my p- previous teachers for any time that I was disobedient. I was a good kid, but you know, like looking at it now, like it was insane that we'd have like 30 to 40 kids in the classroom. Yeah. 40? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's intense. I went yeah. to a big school. But yeah, um, we're going to end this on a bright note. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a brighter better note we have a lot of stuff planned for the um as we move into april jesus i was gonna say march we're ending march <laughs> and yep. moving into april and so we hope you guys enjoyed this little you know fly on the wall episode um don't forget to come talk to us on tiktok i commented pod i commented or no, at TikTok, I said that right. At TikTok, I commented podcast. On Twitter, I commented. Or join our Discord, which you can find in the link of all of our profiles online. Don't forget, if you don't give us a five-star review, your toast is going to burn. All of your toast. <laughs> all of your toast is going to burn. Your coffee is going to be disgusting. Five-star review here on Spotify. I have a podcast wherever you listen. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Nicoria. Bye. Bye.